the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Glenn, how are you? I'm good. I have one of those episodes that I can't hold in because California, it's one of those states that I, I can't believe that I live in it anymore. And today I wanted to talk about this, this new idea that this state has where we are now going to be giving inmates, students in California prisons, federal financial aid. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, this here article, I'm going to link it down below, says many prison inmates pursuing a four-year college degree in California or across the country are now eligible for federal Pell Grants, the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation confirmed on Thursday. So what does this mean? This means that you, as you listen to this, your hard-earned tax dollars, our country as a whole, we are now being forced into a decision to help to fund the schooling and education of people who are criminals, people who should be punished, people who are currently incarcerated. We are now going to help to support them financially because we think that they deserve a good, solid college education. Clint, you've worked in the prisons before. You became a police officer. What are your first thoughts here? <laughs> it's, it's just, it's crazy. Oh, I have to interrupt you and warn the listener that this in no way has any type of indication as to how my husband feels towards his department, or he's not expressing any political views of that of his department. Continue. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because, you know, as time goes along, it's showing the worst things you do if you create if you commit these criminal acts you get a four-year college education out of it like instead of actually graduating high school having to pay out of pocket to go to a college to go to schooling just commit a crime get arrested and we'll pay for your college it's really upsetting because my father and i and clint when we got married together I spent tens of thousands of dollars on my college education. And that was tens of thousands of dollars that I had no financial help with that we had to pay back in full. And that was a part of the bargain, right? You're paying for a service, therefore you you owe a fee to be able to receive that service, that being the formal education system. And I think a majority of it, imagine, so I'm going to try not to get too heated here, but this means that you could, you could be on your path to becoming a doctor. It doesn't matter if you have a felony, right? Mm-hmm. But you can be on your path to becoming a doctor if you're incarcerated. And the, the argument, so I, I need to understand, I'm sorry, I need to explain the, um, the understanding behind why California wants to do this and across the country why they're wanting to do this. And these liberals essentially don't believe in... Uh, fair punishment, let's say. That's the, the nice way of saying it. Instead, they believe in rehabilitation. So they no longer want prisons to be prisons. That's why we're closing so many of them in the state of California. Instead, they want somebody to commit a heinous crime and for us to rehabilitate that individual because not all people are bad, right? Like people all have a tendency to do good and to be good and to be valuable citizens of this community. That's what they believe. And so instead of having the punishment of 
what once was prison, they're now given these luxuries that our homeless veterans on the street corners do not have. You know, and, and it's something that being locked up in prison is actually a reward by so many levels because these guys work coming from the prisons, working them like they have the accessibilities to TV to watch upcoming, you know, new events, the Super Bowl, like all this, this stuff that we have in society, like there's really apart from being separated from your family and not being able to have the freedoms that we typically enjoy and have on a daily basis, they don't, they don't, they're not getting punished by any means. They could go out and completely assault or rape somebody or, or you, you name what it is. And they're being rewarded when they go to prison and treated as, well, let's just see if we can help you. Like it's, it's like sending a drug addict to forcing a drug addict to go to rehab when they're not ready to get clean. When most of these rehabs have higher rates of drugs than you would have on the streets. I was listening to Charlie Kirk yesterday and he had an episode where he said, and he, he made it a point to say, you know, I'm not being obnoxious when I'm saying this, you have a better outcome to be somebody who has committed, committed rape to be a rapist than you do if you're called a racist. And he said, I'm not saying that to be funny. Like, how crazy is that, that you are canceled, you have all, you know, you're labeled a racist versus somebody who is labeled a racist having it better off. I'm like, man, that is so true in so many different ways. Now, it is my personal belief that we should have our prison systems go back to how they were, let's say 20 years ago, even 15 years ago, even fuck 10 years ago, I would be happy with. It is my belief that we should not have anybody's mind just rotting in solitude, right? I take that back. There are few people that I believe their mind is already rotten to that extent that it won't make a difference. I do believe that if somebody is incarcerated, their job shouldn't only be to, you know, man the kitchen or to clean the floors. I believe that they should be given the shit jobs that nobody else wants to do, the shit jobs that we spend a ridiculous amount of money on state to state. I feel like we should have these people who are incarcerated take on those responsibilities. But then, Ashley, doesn't that mean that they're slaves, right? That would be the argument. I would, I would believe that if I was locked up in prison and my, my option was either I can sit and, and do nothing but enjoy the convenience of being in prison or take on, take on the responsibility of, um, let's say, the license plates as an example, right? There are prisoners who, who do that. There are many things that we spend too much money on that I think we should, yes, make them do. And it's not a form of slavery, right? It's not, it's not that you're forcing somebody into doing this. What you're doing is you're saying, hey, potential criminal, if you commit a crime and you end up incarcerated, a part of the punishment is going to be that you're going to have to serve us, the good citizens, in this way. And the way that you're going to be able to distinguish whether or not this is slavery is by the very fact that some people make the decision to do something so awful that it ends them in prison to begin with. And, and see, the interesting thing with that is, you know, when you have a job in a, in, in a prison 
as an inmate and you're working your day to day, you, you get a salary, you do get paid. I mean, it's a very low amount, but you do get paid for the services rendered. It actually is pretty cool because now the victim of the crime that you committed actually gets, you know, uh, restitution. And if this person who committed that crime against you doesn't have any money up front to be able to pay that restitution, now they're earning the money throughout their jail sentence and a portion of that is going to pay towards their restitution. Like, it's now this, this, the person that was victimized is actually getting some, a monetary value off of that restitution. So it's really interesting to think about. I mean, you go back to the early 1900s and, and how our prison systems were ran then where you had chain gangs going up and down, you know, performing road maintenance, digging ditches, like breaking up rocks, like the manual labor associated to getting sent to jail, it did have a deterrent to make people not want to go back. Yeah, I'm looking at these numbers here. The U.S. Department of Education reports that the maximum amount of money available to any student via Pell Grant is $7,395 for the 2023-2024 school year. That aid can be received for up to 12 college terms or the equivalent of roughly six years. So that's over, we're looking at almost, uh, let's see, Mm $15,000 in a year, right? Imagine if we took that money and we allowed it to be converted into wages of of an inmate and then converted into restitution for the victim. But instead, we're now finding it to be so normal to incentivize criminals and not only incentivize them, but now we're blatantly rewarding them. Why, why are we doing this? Why aren't we given the option? I've never heard about this until I saw it come across my page as something that was already decided upon. And I think that it's a conversation that we, we should all start having aloud because there are too many people who are genuine, who are, are trying to get an education, whether it be it formal or not, who are trying to embedder themselves, who are having to suffer the consequence of, of paying these tens of thousands of dollars for many, many years, and then later regretting their decision having done it in the first place. So I hope that this sheds some light on what more this Biden administration is putting forward. And I hope it's a conversation that you share with somebody. If you've gotten any value out of today's episode, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, I'm sending you a big tight hug from my home to yours.